Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. Welcome to uh, my podcast. It's your host, Adala Shuttlesworth. And it is that time of the year. It's uh, love is in the air this week, apparently. Uh, it's February 14th, just around the corner. That means if you haven't gotten your honey bunny, uh, some chocolates or flowers, or reserve some amazing strawberry chocolate-covered um you know, that thing. Yes. Chocolate-covered strawberries from uh, Godiva. I want you to go ahead and do that uh, before this podcast is through. Uh, we have a special guest today. I just did my first workout at LA Fitness with a personal trainer. And I know why now there's a market for curves. Because the whole time I was working out, you could just everybody was staring at me. I felt like turning around and saying, I didn't start here. <laughs> I've been I've I've been sculpting this body for thirty years. Tell I just what. I try to wear clothes to hide it. So we all know who that is as a guest. He needs no introduction, apparently. Uh good for you for going. Happy Valentine's Day. It's not Valentine's Day, it's Monday. And today we're we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, but podcast we're doing the Monday. Valentine's podcast. But it's not no, it's not a Valentine's Day podcast. It's a it's a love week. You told me it's a Valentine's it's podcast. It's not. I'm not I mean maybe it's like we talking could talking to a schizophrenic. No, we're 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 uh, publishing it on February eleventh. That's today. Okay. So anyway, we're talking I I just wanted uh your insight on how we're so amazing. What? What makes our relationship so phenomenal, Jonathan? Probably 90% me. I would have to say no to that. 10% God. <laughs> 0% you. No, that's definitely not true. Definitely then why'd you true. ask? I didn't realize you were setting up an argument. I will argue. I will I'm argue very easy you. to stay married to. Give me electricity, an internet connection, an Xbox, and Call of that's Duty 4. That's somewhat true and you can do whatever you want that's downstairs somewhat true. that's somewhat very sadly true and now that there's uber eats <laughs> there's no point of contention in our marriage the only thing i used to get ticked off about sometimes was when there wasn't food served by 4 p.m i'm sorry that i like late dinners i'm sorry that no, i, I have to dinners, serve you there was no, at 11 p.m no breakfast no lunch you know it was like, at that point might as well just fast but now there's uber eats it it I wanted to invoke in you a, a fasted lifestyle that should always be a part of an individual's life. I'm just life. saying that those days are in the past. Now that there's Uber Eats, you get me Call of Duty, an internet connection, and and uh, a phone where I can order Uber Eats. That what are we gonna fight about? Okay, can we just snot? <laughs> I want you. I was I was actually thinking about um, the the messages that I get on Instagram, and uh. A lot of them are from marriages that aren't really succeeding. I won't say failed or, or they're failing, but they're not thriving. Why doesn't Magalas just call you? Why is she Instagram <laughs> messaging you? No, it wasn't Magalas. Um, so I want you off of the top of your head to give me three things that make a marriage successful. Three things. Do it. Uh, the wife not being a jerk. The wife not being annoying. 
the wife having uh, dinner on time. Okay. Wow. Well, you heard it here. Uh, this is a dollar shells worth the uh, podcast. On what are Monday. your three? And uh, we're g- just going to close it out. No. In prayer. What, what, what are your and three? Uh, what are your three things that make a marriage successful? To make a marriage successful. I feel like you're dismissing any answer I give. Uh, well, because they're crappy answers. No you think those three things wouldn't make for a good marriage? Yeah, because I d- I think very little uh, when it when it comes to the establishment or the the uh, an established marriage the the authority line. A lot of that falls to the man. I so agree. I I think that. Um, is it, is it a man's, it, no, it's not a man's world. Is it, is it a man's, um, responsibility? Is it a man's duty to make the relationship thrive? Sure. Yes. Sure. Is it solely the man's responsibility? No. Yeah. The man's the one that's going to give an account, but. I think there's a lot but, but of weight to it, point, and I think, I think... The point I was trying to make was if you don't marry a, a lousy wife, it's very easy to have a good marriage. No, and I get that, but lots of people have married lousy wives, lousy husbands, so how... You, you, can't, you can't say, hey, just go back in time and marry somebody that's perfect. That's not no, realistic. They're going to have it rough. So what do you do? What kind of advice can you give? to maybe somebody that's looking for advice for marriage. That's having a bad marriage? Yeah. I mean, just buckle in. Because if you, here's the thing. If the person's saved, if the person's unsaved, there's hope. Because when they get saved, they'll, turn, they'll become a new creature and God will change them. If they've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, there's hope. Because when they get baptized in the Holy Ghost, that'll change them. If they're saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost and there's still a problem, it's going to be a long road. Because if neither of those things could change the person and they're still going to let their flesh ru- rule themselves, it's a hopeless cause. I wouldn't say hopeless, but uh, that, that's not just with marriage. That's with a lot of things. Like, you know, it's like the Bible says in Hebrews, what further sacrifice can be. It's like if somebody is going to fall back into sin after being saved and, and filled with the Holy Ghost and just, you know, what other thing is going to change them? So I would say for all the people that, you, you know, you got married and you were unsaved and then you got saved and your husband still is unsaved. That's a reason to take heart because you believe for his salvation, God will change him. If they haven't been baptized in the Holy Ghost, that'll change them. Once they get filled with the Holy Ghost, you can believe for that. But there, there, are, there is a segment of the population that's just intent on being miserable. And you can't do anything for people like that. I don't think, you know, what help was there for the rich young ruler when Jesus told him what to do and he just walked away. You know, like the the people that were sitting in front of us at church the other night, that their kid was screaming, and the usher said, we have a nursery if you'd like to use it as nice as can be, and they stormed out. If you marry a problematic idiot, probably your best hope is them, like, having a brain injury or something that massively transforms their personality. Hmm. What What are your thoughts? 
Um, in regards to marrying an idiot or like somebody that's if that's somebody's been saved difficult? and filled with the Holy Ghost, what you know? I it, would say just continue to pray and fast for them. I don't think it's something. Uh, I don't think there's ever a hopeless cause. No, and the other thing is, the other person could be overstating it. You know, a lot of times you you get yes. one side of the story. My husband is so hard to deal with. Then you meet the husband; he's like the nicest guy in fact, the world. Fact. So, I would just you you can't change what somebody else does, but you can change what you do. Yeah. So, so be nice. Mm. You know, be as nice, be as Christ like it, be like Jesus is. Jesus is is how he is, regardless of how we are back to him. I was even thinking about that when Floyd gave his testimony last night at church. After living a rotten life and having nothing to do with God for 60 years, then calls out to God and God immediately helps him. So the Bible says love bears no record of wrongdoing. You don't. You talk to most people that have lousy marriages, they can rattle off 20 things they don't like That's about their fact. spouse. Yeah, you're right. And what they did in 1996 and on their honeymoon, they wanted to go play golf with their friend rather than be with them, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, if you forgive, like, God's forgiven you, and then treat people like God treats you. The other thing is, I feel like if people will um, be Christ-like as far as, like, you don't care what some, what other people do to you. You do what you're supposed to do. Instead of, like, how come my husband never does this or my wife never does that? That's not even a Christ-like way of thinking. You just, like... Immerse yourself in doing what you're supposed to do, and everything they do is a bonus. I'm just basically saying what I'm saying to precondition you to not expect my clothes to be picked up off of my side of the bed. Listen, I get No, it. but you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I also think that's another thing. If people decide to focus on all the wrongs of their spouse and pick them apart, then they're never going to be happy. So you have to take it individually. I would have to sit with both people. Mm. You know, instead of rattling off all the things your husband does wrong or your wife does wrong, take a look at yourself. And, like, are you somebody that's just miserable in your own life? You don't have anything going on? Find something to immerse yourself in that, like, is a passion, and then you're not sitting around thinking about what people have done wrong to you. That's a problem. The Bible says in Proverbs a person shouldn't, sit around and think about wrongs that are done to them. And if you're home all the time thinking about that, you need to do something that that preoccupies your mind with something important rather than, you know, that your husband's like, quote, unquote, psychologically abusive or whatever that means. Like he's engaging in CIA style uh, warfare tactics with your mind. (laughs) I I think a lot of people's unhappiness in life revolves around the fact that they're they're an unhappy person Mm -hmm. that they could be married to anybody and they would be unhappy that's kind of true i remember one lady she had been praying for her husband to get saved for years and years and years and he finally got saved and she like backslid because it was like you know she had nothing else to complain about. about so she's she just wanted to go and you know get lost like i'm sure your husband does have a lot of faults but maybe you wearing a faded cleveland brown sweatshirt with your belly hanging out under the bottom having gained 220 pounds since your wedding day also you know isn't like motivating him to be the best he can be well that's it's kind of true <laughs> kind of true honesty is the best policy in these parts <coughs> um okay good great input
Um, Why do I get the feeling the way you're looking at me like this will be the last time I'm asked to be a guest on one of your podcasts? Because this is going to be the last Why? time. Why, though? Don't you think? Yeah, exactly. You have your own thing. You don't think my answers have been good? No, they've been good, but not really the the flow. See, it's love week. You know what I mean? I I thought this was going to be like something where it's like, oh, let's talk about, you know, great relationships. And you're talking about just rebuking everybody. No, but the thing you asked, you did say, what are the secrets to like a successful marriage? Right. Yeah. But I gave them. Okay. That's great. Thank you for your input. And thank you for chiming. Yeah, I would say if you – oh, you want me out of here? No. I, I would say, uh, you know, if you would – not you, like the Vosotros you. If the listener would um, concentrate on, number one, not caring what people's respond, you know, that's not just marriage. That's life. Like in evangelism, me not driving home every night thinking about, like, what more the pastor could have done or what more the – the crowd should have done for me. If you're always just thinking on what you can do more to bless your spouse or in any area of life, that's being like Jesus was. Jesus wasn't sitting around going like, you know, after all I've done, these people want bread and fish. You know, Jesus was just giving all the time. And when you talk to people that are upset, they're focused on what someone's not doing for them. I would say the I would say the other secret to a successful marriage, don't expect your spouse to take the role that only Christ can take in your life. Mm. It's not your spouse's job to make you happy. That's good. It's also not their job to make you unhappy. But it's it's not their job to like be your fulfillment in life. That's good. You know, people find try to find fulfillment in the wrong things. That's why they're unhappy. I just want to focus on my kids now and find my fulfillment in them. That's not how you're supposed to find fulfillment in life. It's through other people's lives. You have to have, if you find your purpose in life that God gave you, you're not going to be sitting around thinking about why you're unhappy. You're going to have a passion that you wake up with in the morning to, to, to fulfill. And I think when people don't have that, that leads to a Cleveland Browns faded sweatshirt, putting on tons of weight, thinking, you know, watching afternoon TV, thinking about, what what all went wrong and what more pe- what yeah, more right. people no, could be doing? Right. You know, think of what he he hasn't taken me on a vacation in fifteen years. Okay, so go on a vacation for a week, and you think on the eighth day after the vacation's over, you're going to be like super happy now? Yeah, no. You just fight in a different location. Totally. That's good. That's good stuff. What are you looking at me like that for? I feel like I feel like you you regret having me on as a guest. I would never say that. Who brought these like old? pastries they're not old they're brand new i haven't had anything to eat all day and they look gross who brought them you don't want to say in the mic no we brought them oh my god we bought them looks like something like a subpar ministry would have on the table for guests where's it where's it from have you had any of it no i would never i not only have i not had any i haven't had anything to eat all day and i'm not even tempted oh my gosh members mark where's this from costco Costco pastries? Are you there? Why don't you just inject yourself with diabetes? It's actually really good. Oh, is it? Can looks you, good you, for you, you too. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear me. Okay, hear. Uh, we have our first caller. What? Go ahead, Nick. Hi, I'm Megalis, and um, I just wanted to give some of the women's out there um, some advice on this week, this love week. 
And so my advice to a successful marriage is to put out, ladies, um, here's the thing. Make sweet love to your man. Is this going out on the air? <laughs> Does Magalas drink in the office? <laughs> Holy moly. I, I, I have a feeling we're, we're going to be like delisted off the oh, Christian no. Christian <laughs> podcast platform. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling in. Um, <laughs> you know what? This took, this is taking a life of its own. This isn't really where I wanted to go with my listeners, but it's good advice. It's good advice for Love Week, if you're married, huh? I don't know how to close this thing. Um, I'm definitely not having any more guests come on, uh, if that's okay with you, Jay. Is that okay? Cool. Um, yeah. Jonathan has his own podcast. It's available at Jonathan Shuttlesworth, right? Yep. Just look him up. And boom, shakalaka, he's going to start doing. Is he going to start coming in-house and doing some stuff? So. Probably not. Uh, but all of the content you we 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 dish out for our live streams every morning, that's the the feed that you're gonna get. So hey, I'll tell tune you what: in. if you do a thing like on uh, Stitcher or whatever, where somebody can record a question, I'll do one a week when I'm home of like answering people's questions. They have to send in an audio though. Yeah. Anchor does that. Yeah, and I'll answer. I'll answer like three questions a week. So that's all the questions you had for Valentine's Day. Planning out. Yeah, or, I didn't or, have or any me questions. And took the wind out of your sails. You, yeah, that too. Um, I can't believe who bought these pastries. Like I said, we bought them, and they're very delicious. Yeah, I yeah. Taste that in a have you had years. the cheese Danish ones? They're like really great. Look at it. Looks like something you'd find in a bomb shelter after people That's not like, true. survived a, a, a the raid. The only ones that I'm not really crazy about are the cinnamon buns. Oh, my gosh. How long have we been married? Twelve years. That's right. And might I say, been a great 12 years. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Part of the, I will say this to all the single people. What the the way to have you can read all the books you want. The way to have a happy marriage is marry someone who's not problematic. Like the couple that stormed out of church yesterday. If you marry somebody, if they're always saying, Man, I'm so I can't believe my, what my mother did. I can't believe what my dad did. My boss, and they're just always in conflict, you're gonna have a crap life. Because that kind of person is like that all the time. Find somebody that's a peaceful person. And then the second tip I'll give you, marry somebody who has the same interests you do or at least is happy that you have the interests you do. For, for ejemplo, you like to play video games? Don't marry a wife that says, have you been playing video games for two hours? You know, ha marry one that would play with you. You like to golf? Marry somebody who likes to golf. I've never understood these people that marry somebody who... Who hate what they do. You know, it'd be like marrying you and you'd be like, 
are you seriously going to travel all the time? It's like, yeah, that's what I was doing when you met me. Right. You know, whereas, like, you just find people. It's almost like they, they want a spouse to, like, be their parole officer or whatever. <laughs> Marry a partner that enjoys doing what you do. <laughs> and life is very easy mm. once you do that. It's not difficult. It's 90% who you pick. Yeah, you're right. And if you pick wrong <laughs> and try to turn them into the right, that's where, you know, you got to read a lot of books and stuff. I basically just made sure to marry the right person because I hate reading books. <laughs> and it's been very easy. Feel free to chime in since you're, you're the host. I just would like to stare at you. All right. Nobody what? wants to hear that. What? I'm just going to stare at you. You look handsome today. Nobody wants to hear that. I like your hair. I have a hat on. <laughs> I like your face. <sighs> where, where do you want to eat? For I'm dinner. I'm not concerned about eating right now. I'm watching my figure. <laughs> Did you want me? Are you like teeing me up to take a shot at you? I'm not going to do it. You better not do it. You in better not do it. In your second Here's time here's time. here's a, a advi advice that I would have give for some of the the listeners. Uh don't joke about your uh wife's pregnancy um wait on live tv with thousands of people watching that's a that's a good piece of advice as she gets bigger throughout each trimester maybe lay off the comments that you think are funny in your you look head. like a lighter skinned vince wilfork <laughs> he's a he's a future hall of famer current hall of fame uh defense yeah so it's not an insult guys like one of the greatest whatever, players maybe. of all time. Whatever. Take it how you want it. I literally have nothing else to add. I thought this was going to be like some... Like You're in your second nice trimester. You're allowed to look like a defensive tackle. <laughs> it's going to be some nice It'd be a problem thoughts. if you were real thin in your second trimester. Great. You look like you should be coming off the end to blow out an offensive line. Can you so not? I can sweep it up the sideline. You're dismissed. I love you. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. To all the viewers out there, or listeners, sorry, I forget it's a podcast. I'm used to being on national television. I'm doing some rinky-dink podcast in somebody's <laughs> office. Have a happy <laughs> have a, have a, have a happy Valentine's Day. Can you, for your listening pleasure, you know, that was a crappy podcast, but there's a lot of good content in there. If you can just sift through all of that, um... Good luck with that, and we will see you again on Wednesday. Um, I'm sorry for this podcast, and you're welcome. I don't know. I'm kind of tossed somewhere in between, and I'm sorry, and you're welcome. So there it is. You're not really going to hear this. Um, uh, can you stop? That's, that's from, from Portman's Farm. Why are you saying ugh to that? Those are delicious cookies. Well, it's better than that. This is garbage. I mean, to even have this out for... Looks like it looks like you'd make a kidney shut down. So we just have to walk in love. This is what I'm telling you about Love Week, especially oh, if you've been married for um, more than a year. I want you to walk in love because it's very easy 
to want to strangle the one that you love. Kind of. It, it's, it's very easy to get to the place where you just want to strangle your husband. But what you do is you p- keep pushing through. And you say, no, I will not allow those emotions to take over me. And I am going to walk in love. I am love. Tell yourself that. I am love. And I'm going to have me a good Valentine's Day. In Jesus' name. You might have to anoint your head with oil just to keep at that place. But do, do whatever it takes. Okay? I love you. See you on Wednesday.